I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Want a Harley on a budget? Well, that might soon be a reality. You know, when two big names in the motorbike industry join forces, it's bound to create some buzz. And that's exactly what happened when Hero Motor Corp and Harley Davidson partnered up. They recently unveiled their most affordable offering yet: the Harley Davidson X440, designed with the Indian market in mind. So, why is this partnership such a big deal? Here's the thing. Harley Davidson is a legendary brand, but was too expensive for Indian riders. That's about to change with the X440. As Pawan Munjal, the executive chairman of Hero Motor Corp, said, Harley Davidson was "quote unquote" out of reach for many Indian customers. The new bike aims to change that by providing an achievable option in the premium segment, and with a 440cc engine, it still retains that unique Harley character. This partnership is meant to kickstart Hero's premiumization strategy. It plans to open up more than 100 exclusive stores across the country for premium models and has ambitious plans to launch one new premium motorcycle model every quarter in the upcoming fiscal year. So there's a lot to look forward to from Hero Motor Corp. The collaboration is expected to combine the strength of a global brand like Harley with Hero's deep knowledge of the Indian market, at least in theory. But could it backfire? Okay, now consider this: the X440 targets the thrifty Indian and not the aspirational spender. That is contradictory to the current emerging India story. It may want to compete with the Royal Enfield and Bajaj Triumph, but fact is, Harley is an American icon which built its reputation on rider groups like Hell's Angels. Harley's partner Hero is the world's largest motorcycle manufacturer. But it has never sold any bikes that were more than 225 cc, except the failed BMW 650 cc, known as the Hero Honda Fundero, way back in the 1990s. And Hero's marketing and sales is entirely geared towards value for money two-wheelers. While it is creating a new distribution setup for the X440, selling premium is something it has to learn. After all, Hero's most expensive bike costs around $1,800. When Harley quit India in 2020, its top model had a price tag of $88,000. Harley had to shut down operations in India in 2020 because there were not many takers for its expensive motorcycles. The X440 will retail at the starting price of 2.29 lakh rupees in X showroom, making it more affordable compared to other Harley models. But it also diminishes the brand's aspirational value. and the X440 may come across as a cut price pretender to snobbish fans upturned noses there is another wrinkle too the X440 is hitting the market at a time when the world is turning towards electric vehicles harley davidson ceo yohan zaitz has said that going completely electric is a natural evolution for the company harley has a separate company livewire that builds electric bikes Reviews suggest its new bike Delmar is an urban rider's delight. Now, bringing Delmar to India might have been a treat, but then that's just us. 
For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan, and this is the Deep Dive for 5th July, 2023. Chinese smartphone maker Xiaomi is set on quite a dramatic arc. Back in 2014, when it entered India, Xiaomi was faced with a market waiting to be seized. Indian brands like Micromax and Carbon were bleeding, and the market for budget-friendly smartphones was its for the taking. So Xiaomi quickly took hold of this segment, and by the third quarter of 2018, it became the market leader. Alongside Oppo and Vivo, it was practically ruling the smartphone market. Plus, in Tier 2 and Tier 3 cities, its budget-friendly smartphones, which came well within 10,000 rupees, were nothing short of a rage. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, the winds changed direction. After the military showdown with China in Galwan in 2020, India cracked down on Chinese companies. After accusing Xiaomi India of illegally sending money abroad, the Enforcement Directorate in April last year seized around 5,551 crore rupees lying in its bank accounts. Fresh notices were issued last month. The company challenged the Enforcement Directorate's actions in the Karnataka High Court, where its lawyers said that Xiaomi India is facing a cash crunch. And to Xiaomi's misfortune, more trouble was in store. In a March episode of The Signal Daily, we talked about a shifting trend in the smartphone market. Indian buyers were preferring high-priced smartphones, the market for premium mobiles began to expand, while the budget-friendly segment which Xiaomi dominated, became stagnant. As a result, Xiaomi, which was once the number one smartphone brand, has now slipped to number four behind Oppo, Vivo and Samsung. As per a report in Economic Times, Xiaomi India's shipment fell to 5 million in the first quarter of 2023, its worst year yet. To put it in perspective, a year ago, it was selling 7 to 8 million smartphones. Economic Times also reported last week that the company wants to lose some of its employees. The layoffs have officially begun with the sacking of around 30 staff last week. Xiaomi India, as per the newspaper, employed 1,400 to 1,500 people at the start of 2023. But now, it's looking to reduce the headcount to under 1,000. Multiple publications quoting unnamed Xiaomi employees report that the company stuck between the government hostility and declining market share, is rethinking its India strategy. Some of the staff attributed the layoffs and rejig to the fact that Xiaomi India's top leadership is now operating out of China. After Manu Jain, Xiaomi India's former chief, exited in February 2022, he was replaced by Alvin Sir, a British national and a veteran Xiaomi hand who was heading its Indonesian operations. He was in India barely for a few weeks and now runs Xiaomi India from his base in China. An employee told The Morning Context, and I quote, Xiaomi India worked like a startup before. China's contact with the team was mostly limited to Manu's level. Decisions were taken quickly and with all the team heads right in the office. All the problems or concerns were hashed out right there. Which is why there were so many India-specific initiatives, end quote. The Morning Context report also suggests the change in leadership has puzzled a lot of employees. Before every decision, a lot of documents have to be sent to China, making the process cumbersome and time-consuming. But, for what it's worth, this isn't unusual. 
Even Oppo and Vivo have similar arrangements with their top leaders operating out of China. However, this is new for Xiaomi. While Xiaomi India does have an Indian president Murli Krishnan B, his main role is liaising with the government and meeting the press. The important decisions are taken by Alvin. Here's the real question though. How will Xiaomi India look once this rejig is complete? As journalist Harveen Aluwalia of The Morning Context puts it, and I quote, The transition is clearly not going to be a cakewalk, given all the external factors that are in Xiaomi's way. Once the company is done rearranging the pieces, it's possible that it will start looking a lot more like Oppo or Vivo. If you like listening to The Signal daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written and researched by Anup and Charmika, edited by Dinesh Narayanan, produced by Manaswini, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.